0: With Ken Kidney. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to this special
1: We End edition of the Tuesday, I, I mean weekend show. Yeah, we're, we're on weekends. Yes. This is a weekend. Inception. Uh, it's Tuesday again, sorry. We, we, we literally had no excuse not for doing it on Friday this time.
0: Yeah, like both of us were free on Friday, but like we only realised that afterwards.
1: Yeah, it's like on Saturday it's like, oh Ken... I can't really do it today what about tomorrow and Ken's like oh I'm going to see X-Men and it's like why do not we just do it on Friday Gary that's a perfectly justified excuse it is especially considering you liked X-Men
0: it's a great film I'm going to go out on a limb here Gary this is a really hot really hot take Gary it's like boiling hot you may want to put on some oven mix I liked it more than
1: Civil War ooh that is a that is a hot of, the hottest of hot film takes
0: I don't know it just felt more satisfying to me
1: it did I li- I really liked it I don't, I don't understand people who didn't like it people who didn't like it are wrong and that is someone who has watched every single X Men film this weekend, all of them except well, actually yeah, all of them. I've reached the same, because I watched Dale, I saw Days of Future Past last Tuesday before I saw Apocalypse, and I'm going to watch it again tonight because I didn't take notes then, and I can't do a podcast without notes. Can I? Can I don't know. Can you? It'll be tomorrow's podcast today. I've watched all. That's my rabbit hole this week. X Men films. Are you good at riffing, riffing?er um, Of course I am. I riff, don't I, riff cast. I don't. I don't. I don't do any scripting for the weekend show, Ken. I bring my A game to the weekend show.
0: Yeah, just just. Total 100% bans. Yeah. And... You, you know how I
1: feel about banter though, Ken. Sorry, chat scar. And the, the doctor doesn't like banter either, so he's on my side. He doesn't, but he's quite curmudgeonly. This week, or today, because we have another show later this week. Yeah, we're double, we're double dipping this week to make up for... Actually, we had a show last week. We didn't have a show the week before. Who knows? That's the past. This is the future.
0: This week, or today, or whenever you're listening now... Could be in seven years' time. Who C- knows?
1: Whoa. We're in the future right now, and the past, and the present. The weird thought, Ken. When we die, assuming Sangha doesn't explode, or YouTube doesn't explode, our podcast will
0: outlive us. The weekend show, Podcasts of Future Past. Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, I'm I'm getting distracted. We dive into the 2016 Premier League season, talking about all the major happenings and talking points, including Leicester City's meteoric climb to the top, Chelsea's collapse, and much, much more. But before all that, Gar... How was your week? It's it's been a week now, yeah. We did on Tuesday last week as it's, well. It's,
1: it's been a literal week. So uh, on hence, this, the Tuesday show.
0: Hence my uh Tuesday show reference there.
1: You're listening to the Tuesday show with Ken Kitty. We have to get new voiceovers for the
0: Tuesday show. Bruce is ex- No, what's his name? Robert. Yeah. That's a funny story actually. For for ages, I and several episodes in a row, I said our voiceover guy's name was Bruce. I don't know where he got that from. Maybe it's Bruce Jenner. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, his name is his name is Robert, and he's quite expensive. Is he? Yeah, he goes for
1: a, a pretty big buck. Does he? So uh, uh, the 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 last ones I got, but, but sixty quid. That's very expensive. Jeez, Bruce is very high end,
0: so he is good. Yeah, he is good. It does it does make us uh, quite legitimate. It gives us an air of, of professionalism, but. Yeah. Uh, it comes at a cost, Garrett. This guy doesn't roll out of bed for any more than 60 quid in the morning.
1: Bruce or Rob or whatever his name is.
0: Yeah. He's having an identity
1: crisis now because he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. Interesting fact, Ken. This very day, the week before we do our, our anniversary episode, we yeah. crossed 3,000 listens. Yay! Which, you know, for some podcasts, it's like, oh, we do that in an episode. But, like, we're not attached to any network. Yeah. We're, we're not supported by NPR. We don't or, have any famous people or kind of famous people in us. <laughs> yeah. It. We're just... Two guys in Ken's apartment's bedroom talking about stuff. And 3,000 listens.
0: Not bad. Yeah,
1: in a year. It'll only grow. Or yeah. maybe it won't. This it won't. show alone will get 3,000 listens, okay Yeah.
0: We're going to double our S- listenership in this episode.
1: Someday. So, by, by the time this... Do you think actually this some of this will ever, like, accumulate listens over time?
0: I don't know, gar This be- is freaking me out right now. Yeah,
1: this- be- because there's, there is a sword fight of me on YouTube. Yeah. And I, I, I saw recently it's approaching the 1,000 views point. Yeah. And I long since forgot about it. But somebody or people have watched that a thousand times.
0: Yeah. I made a documentary for my master's about uh, wrestling in Ireland. I, for- I completely forgot about it. I went up to it recently. 4,000 listens. That's pretty good. Some guy's making money off it, actually.
1: Oh, yeah, because he, he monetized it. Yeah. so I,
0: I used some music and I used the student license. I even, like, I even, like, ignored YouTube's, like, uh offers to monetize monetize the, monetize the video because i wanted to stick with the agreement Unmonetize. monetize <laughs> and then uh the, the guy threatened to sue me then i made a counter not sue me but you know youtube sue me yeah uh and then uh i made a counterclaim saying that I, I got a student license and then he took his option to take the money from it whatever he makes by like 10 cents a year or something yeah
1: i've checked the the monetization for podcast Today recently and i've made nothing <laughs> There's some, there's some videos where you look at, like... Because this is what I'd like at a SoundCloud. SoundCloud gives you broken down... Or YouTube gives you broken down stats of uh, how many people watched and for how long. Mm-hmm. And there's some videos where it's, it's just, like, 51 seconds.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's, it's been viewed, or like, 15 times, but average view time is 51 seconds. That's not bad. It's nearly a minute. That episode was, like, 40 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very think, good. I think
0: podcasts are a lot like, you know, emails... It's like T L like you know T L D R. Yep. It's like T L T L D L. Yeah. Too long didn't listen.
1: T L D R was a podcast. It was. It was the precursor to Reply All, and then someone else took it over and made a balls of it, and then it hasn't been seen since. I was trying to make like, a funny quip there, and then it got tongue tied. But I, I can't, it, it it turned out well in the end. I thought. TLDL. TLDL, Yeah. It's gonna be a new thing. We're gonna make that a thing. Hashtag no not hashtag. Trademark. You so can, can yeah, jump. you can't because the, yeah there's a semicolon in the middle, isn't there, of TLDR. Yeah. So you can't actually hashtag it. Yeah. The semicolon makes it unhashtagable. Well, well
0: there is a semicolon if you're, you know, using proper grammar and not uh, American. Yeah. so
1: <laughs> Actually, see Twitter change all the rules. Did it change all the rules? Yeah. Uh, links don't count. Actually, some links do. Media links and stuff do. Other links don't. Images don't count towards word count. Yeah. Um. Quote tweets don't count toward word count. That was really annoying. Yep. All that stuff was so annoying. So good job, Twitter. And even some Twitter handle, Twitter handles at the start of a tweet don't, yeah. but in the middle of a tweet would.
0: That's actually, that's reasonable. Yeah. That's reasonable. So I was
1: thinking, how do they enforce that? Because that seems like catnip for spam for spam bots. You know?
0: I think spam bots are just a fact of life on Twitter. They just have to accept it. Yeah,
1: but now they can tag like hundreds of people. I assume there's a limit. It's like... It doesn't count toward your word count for the first, like, five people that are tagged. But did you know that, like, Twitter has its own police? Do they? Like, the Twitter
0: police? The tweets. Yeah. Like, Facebook happened do all these major websites have, like, uh, like, teams for trust and safety and yeah. uh, user policing and such. So, um, for example... Did you know if, if you tweet too many times in one day, you get put in Twitter jail? You do.
1: You get put in Twitter jail. I didn't yeah. hear about that until yeah. I heard about some people who tweet literally all the time. Yeah. And then you get locked in Twitter jail. <laughs> How long does Twitter jail last for? I think it's like an hour. Is it only an hour? Yeah, they wouldn't lock you out for I, that long. I
0: thought, was that, I thought it was
1: longer than that. Because some, some people do tweet an awful, awful lot. and I, I'd never heard of Twitter jail. I've never been put in Twitter jail myself. I'm not quite that bad. but Getting there.
0: But what 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 happens when you get put in Twitter jail? Do you like like You just it, can't tweet? I I understand that, but like is it for your own
1: good? Like or I assume it's just to counteract spam bots. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a countermeasure and you just happen to, to hit the limit and be thrown in Twitter jail. A friend of
0: mine got thrown in Twitter jail one time and like I don't think it was like a, a spam, you know, protection measure. I think it was she was actually literally told like you know, you've been tweeting a lot. Maybe you want to give it a rest.
1: <laughs> this is for your own
0: good. <laughs> yeah, just because, like, I suppose, like, Netflix do that thing where they kind of, you know, for their, for their, you know, for their company image where if you're
1: watching a lot of shows on the road, they're like,
0: maybe you want to take a break. It's
1: like, shut up, Netflix. I know what I'm doing. Uh, the thing that pops up that pauses the video and is, like, continue watching back to browse and exit kind of thing. Yeah. I hate that. It, it's really annoying when you're, like, lying in bed and your computer is a good three or four feet away. So you, when it comes up, you actually have to get up and hit space bar and then get to lie back down, Ken. But did you ever get First that message? Walt
0: it's problems. actually like a welfare message. Have you, ever, have you ever gotten it? No. It actually says, you know, maybe go outside for a while. <laughs> you know, have a life. Netflix,
1: Netflix actually like like totally trolls you. He's yeah, like, dude, come on, it's sunny out. Come on. Go to a park or something. Like, like you finish House of Cars and you start watching it again straight away. What's wrong? What's wrong with your life? <laughs> yeah. I remember someone tweeted once, it's like, that 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 moment when the show you are, you're watching ends and all you see is your disg- own disgusting face on <laughs> the black screen. <laughs> it's like, oh god, that hits too close to home. Yeah. And I,
0: like like, literally, that, that happened to me one time, and no joke, like, the first thing that came to my mind was, hello darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Which is a Netflix joke. It is
1: a very good Netflix joke. From
0: Arrested Development. Which is... Uh, rumoured to be coming back
1: yeah uh, perennially rumoured to be coming back apparently it's going to be like a uh, a
0: trial that's like what the season's going to be centred around but they're also rumoured to be making that into a movie as well so that's th- been on the, on the table for years so.
1: I think it's going to be a real season though isn't it yeah. Rather than the last season, which was like, we have all these people, just not in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And when you consider that as, as a logistical feat, it's actually quite marvellous.
0: There's only one scene in the last scene, of, uh, last uh, series of Arrested Development where they're all together. Yeah,
1: it's that one scene in the living room. It's amazing. Which it's it's shot so that you don't notice. Fair play to them. Yeah. But we've, we've detoured across a lot of things. How was yeah. your week?
0: My week was good. Uh, no, that's it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Football! <laughs> Football. Um... Gary, you may remember, and of course you remember because you were here, uh, and as a listener, you may, you may remember, uh, back in August, we did a Premier League prediction
1: show. I want to say it was episode 12.
0: Yeah, it's, it's quite far back. It's It's pretty our, early. In our canon. We have a canon now, Is Gary. that
1: where we shoot the episodes from so people can hear them? Yeah, into space, the future. If, if there's a time capsule being shot into space for aliens, do you think the weekend show is like culturally important enough to put in that time capsule?
0: I think people will look back on this one day and it will be the roadmap to the, the new civilization after the world burns from like the supernova or whatever. I don't know.
1: Who's that Dutch painter that became really famous after he died? Van Gogh. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be like him. Yeah. It's like we won't be truly appreciated until after we're gone. Ken.
0: Digital downloads of our podcast will go for millions. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what, what we thought we'd start off with was actually a bit of a blast in the past. So we're going to just play you our predictions. So in a moment you're going to hear our voices, but it's us from the past. So. Time travel. So don't get confused when the conversation completely shifts all of a sudden. Yeah. So, okay, just listen to our predictions, and we'll come right back with our review of the Premier League season 2015-2016. Okay, so just to formalize that guy, who do you think is going to relegate, be relegated? Watford, Bournemouth, and Sunderland. So I would maybe I would agree with, uh, with Watford, but I I think Leicester. We're lucky last season to stay
1: up. No Cambiasso this year either. Cambiasso has decided to bail out. Because um, I don't think he wants to go through that twice. Yeah. It was... Because uh, like I think it was probably one of the more rewarding years of his career. Yeah. But I don't think he ever wants to do it again.
0: They looked like they were going to go down. And then it's like, kind of one of those West Brom runs, runs or those Sunderland runs where they... Or the Palace runs where they were bottom of Christmas and somehow managed to stay up. Where they, they basically won a bunch of games in a row and managed to stay up. So I, I just think that there's been too much... Instability hit the club, they've lost too much in pre season mm. and they haven't done too much to regain stability. So, I think they're going to go down.
1: You see, I'd say Norwich are going to stay up because I don't they weren't in the championship long enough to lose that kind of Premier League experience. Yeah, and they'd have the resources. So, I think of the three that went uh, that came up, they're most likely to stay up. I would have said
0: they have the experience, they have the backing. I think you're right there. Um, Norwich is a big club, I think
1: it's yeah, it's like, Smith.
0: Let's be having you, let's be having you, Norwich. Uh, top four, guy. Who, who are you going to Who are you gonna place? At, let's go from four to one. So who's going to get that last Champions League football? Four to case? one
1: is a toss-up between City and Liverpool. And third? Uh, United. United, so they're not going to
0: move this year? I don't think they'll move. And second? Chelsea. Chelsea, and you think Arsenal are going to be the I champion? think Arsenal are going to win the league. So in terms of my predictions, I think Liverpool are going to come fourth. Third, I'm going to say Chelsea. <gasps> Chelsea third, dropping yeah. the third. Yeah. Solely because because I think that United will buy their way to second. I think they're going to basically united their
1: way to... Yeah. To the, to, to the, their um, usual win games 1-0 playing poorly. And I'm going to say Arsenal are going to win the game. piggybacking things. on my Arsenal prediction. I, you know, again. I just
0: think they've added the pieces that they need.
1: Okay, and we're back. Do we sound younger? There's only one place to start, Ken.
0: There is only one place to start.
1: You predicted Leicester City, but would be relegated.
0: I did predict Leicester City would be relegated. Only because there was a precedent for this, Garrett, because... Teams who pull off that wonderful escape in previous years, like the West Broms and the Sunderlands.
1: Hey, both those teams stayed up this year. So don't you, don't you pile on West Brom and Sunderland just no. to deflect from your, your poor and prediction.
0: At those t- at the time when they were kind of yo-yo clubs going up and down, they I, I, I distinctly remember put, them both pulling off these amazing escapes. They even called West Brom's one the great escape. Yeah. The greatest that ever has ever been pulled off. And then they were relegated the next season. So that was my thinking there.
1: Yeah. And you were wrong. They okay. won the Premier League. You couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> they went from
0: 14th place to first. Yep. It's like, it's like
1: a Cinderella story that the, the likes, uh, which we may never see again. We don't know if this is. And you can't explain it. You don't know why it happened. Yeah. You you look at their statistics and like their their passing stats are dreadful, their possession stats are dreadful. They concede quite a lot of goals. Yeah, they don't score the more the most goals. They're the best at I think tackles per game and I think it's interceptions. I think yeah. they're they're the only two categories that they're really good at. and headers. I think they're good at hitters as well or aerial challenges one. They're, those are the only categories in which they lead the Premier League in some capacity. And they won the Premier League I don't know. Like, I just think it got to a point where they gathered momentum and like they kind of succeeded
0: in spite of themselves. Does that make sense?
1: And no one really tried to shut Leicester down. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, it's Leicester. You don't play against Leicester like you'd play against you know, Arsenal or United or City where you try to set up to frustrate them. Yeah. It's just like, it's Leicester. We can beat Leicester. Even when they're winning the title and running away with it, it's like, they're still Leicester. We can still beat Leicester. And I love the way like big, big pundits, even right up until the end, thought they were going to choke. Graham Soonis, for
0: example, predicted that they wouldn't do it. Tottenham would pip them.
1: Yeah, Rob Rob Reed uh, of listening to this podcast fame predicted that Leicester would collapse and Tottenham would pit them. Oh, Rob, which was only a slightly worse prediction than predicting they would be relegated. Oh no, but um, <laughs> you know, uh,
0: well, you know, in my defence, um,
1: in our defence, we didn't predict any of the relegations correctly. <laughs> We uh, both in fact, assumed Borman and Watford would go down.
0: Yeah.
1: You said Leicester would go down and I said Sunderland would go down. And we were wrong across the board, Ken. We didn't get a single team that got relegated between the two of us. If it's one thing this podcast
0: and our previous prediction show has taught us is that we are not good pundits at football.
1: Yeah, we're, dread, we're dreadful. We did not predict anything. But like, we both predicted Arsenal would have been in the league. We were both wrong. They finished second, though.
0: They finished that really hollow second, though, that they <laughs> just kind of ended up second after it didn't matter anyway. Yeah, my
1: favourite thing about this season was everyone was like, Leicester have a tough run and Leicester might collapse. Leicester have a tough run and Leicester might collapse. Guess what happened, Ken? Leicester were fine. Spurs made up balls of things.
0: Like, I, Leicester City, you think this kind of small club with the kind of inferiority complex would kind of have the weight of the world on their shoulders and then they like, they choke. Tottenham, you know, the big spending club, not, not necessarily a successful club, but like a club that people... More would not, successful than Leicester. Yeah, a club that people wouldn't have kind of, you know, raised eyebrows at, at winning the league. And they just couldn't handle the pressure of it. Yeah, and let's,
1: let's not get this wrong, Ken. There was no point this season in which Tottenham could have won the league. No. You know what I mean? I don't think they took the took the top of the table at any point. Maybe briefly. Yeah, there was absolutely no point. People keep talking about how Tottenham choked. No, they didn't. Leicester won the league by a landslide. <laughs> Ten was, points in the end. Yeah, there was pretty much no point for the last, like, six months, maybe not six, but basically any point in 2016 that Leicester were not in pole position. Yeah, and even at Christmas, like, which is, like, the
0: telltale sign, if you're top of Christmas, you're going to win the league. Yeah. I think only have a handful of teams, and maybe two or three have choked after being top of Christmas. Liverpool, uh, a couple of seasons ago, is one of them. Uh, so that's painful, but we won't talk about it. You
1: predicted Liverpool would finish fourth. You were wrong. Uh,
0: yeah, we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah.
1: Uh, <sighs> that's, the, that's actually the only prediction either of us got right was yeah. me saying City would finish fourth. Yeah. That's the only one either of us got right. Nice. Do we both say that? No, you said they'd finish fifth. Oh, shit. You didn't even think they'd make Champions League. And I, I I nailed the reason they would too.
0: In fairness, uh, what did you say?
1: I said they have a very good core, the likes of Aguero and, and company and De Bruyne as it turned out, but they couldn't keep those players fit and they'd finish fourth but they wouldn't do any better. And that is, Ken, exactly what happened to Manchester City this year.
0: In fairness, they made hard work of it. There was a chance that they wouldn't make it. So, I was nearly right. Yeah. But I was wrong. You were wrong. I was wrong.
1: We both predicted United would make Champions League football. And they didn't.
0: Yeah. They just...
1: We thought they'd shit their... Because they they did shit their way through the season. And they did very nearly shit their way to Champions League football. But they, they didn't.
0: But they did manage to win a cup. And then, during the celebrations, they sacked their manager. Well, in
1: fairness, they sacked their manager two weeks before he won the cup.
0: It's like <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. No, get out. Yeah, it
1: was apparently after the West Ham game that they decided that Van Hal was actually going. They just let him see out his final. I was talking about this with, with Dad the other day. Do you think uh, managers who get sacked during a cup winning season still get a medal for that uh, that cup? I'm assuming so. Say like Rafa would have gotten through the group stages with Real Madrid if they win the Champions League. Does he get a medal?
0: That's a very interesting question.
1: It is. If you know the answer, let us
0: know on Twitter at TWSKK or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash
1: TWSKK. You sound a very, like, soft, robotic voice there. It's like, and yes, you can find us on Twitter. I'm easy listening guy. I, I called you earlier and I got your voicemail and you're mm-hmm. doing a British accent in it. Why are you doing a British accent in it? I don't remember. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I thought it would be funny at the time, probably.
0: Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, United and Southampton get into the Europa League automatically, yep. uh, which handed West Ham a qualifying spot by virtue of the fact that United won the cup. So United rewarded West Ham for ch- killing their Champions League football games by giving them Europa League football.
1: Yay! West Ham kind of had a very good season and then very much faltered toward the end, didn't they?
0: Yeah, but in fairness, I think I think talks of Champions League football was a bit of a bridge too far for them. Yep. You know? They were
1: close, yeah, not close enough.
0: But like that, uh, in fairness, West Ham or another team, I was like, Yeah, they'll probably drop off.
1: Yeah, both of us, both of us thought West Ham, after they sacked Sam Allardyce, thought that they wouldn't do so well. And it turned out Slaven Bilic is a very, very good
0: manager. Yeah, he's an excellent manager. He did great things at Croatia as well.
1: And he bought really well with the likes of Lanzini and Piatt. Who's going to offer big money for Piatt in the summer game? He's too old. I don't think anyone will. You don't think so? No, I think 20, he's 29, I think, probably going on 30 this year mm-hmm. or next year. I think he's too old for anyone to go look at him and say he's worth £30 million.
0: The most shocking news, I think, is two absolutely huge clubs went down. Newcastle, for the second time in a decade, mm-hmm. they went down in 2009 as well. They came straight back up, but I don't think it's as simple as that in the championship, really.
1: No, but I, th- I think if they don't lose many of their players, they should, they should walk their way back up. Oh yeah, they have way too good a team, and if Rafa stays, they have way too good a manager.
0: But for a club with, you know, a really successful manager, a great
1: squad, money to burn essentially, fan, loyal fans, big sellout stadiums every week, how does that happen? I don't know. It shouldn't. You look at that team. That is not a team that looks like it should be relegated. You look at Villa, and you go, "There's a bunch of rubbish there." <laughs> and Tim Sherwood. Tim Sherwood annoyed the life out of me because he got sacked by Villa this year in yeah. the first few months of the season and then he was on match of the day and on punditry uh, critiquing and analysing anything he is no right especially relating directly to either Spurs or Villa two clubs he made a balls of
0: <laughs> but like did you notice in all his punditry he like make a specific attempt to justify his decisions yeah
1: like yeah he's a great player they've got a great squad there that's what he said about Aston Villa yeah they've got a good squad good, good core there that's because he bought those players and he can't say they're shit yeah and they were like name a good Aston Villa player that's the thing. You look at Newcastle going... Eric Jack Jack Oh, yeah. That's what he gets. That's what he gets for declaring for England this year, Ken. He got dumped from the squad and then the team he plays for got relegated.
0: And he'll never play for England. Did he get? That's a good question. Did he get chosen for the provisional no, squad? No. Not
1: even near it. He's in the under-21s. The thing is, he can actually still play for Ireland he if, can. He, if he decides to flip-flop. Come on, buddy. We don't want you now. <laughs> That's the thing they probably don't want him. We don't. He's, he's not even playing for a championship team now. There's this
0: young gentleman from
1: Oxford called
0: O'Dowda. Is supposed to be like
1: the the big thing now. Yeah, we cling to these players desperately, hoping they'll be good. No, he's Irish, though. In fairness, we named we named a thirty five man professional squad. Yeah, how many are you going to take? Twenty three. Like yes. England, England named a twenty six man squad. They have to hack off three. And Belgium, which I thought was really weird, they named a twenty four man squad. So you're just going to get rid of one. It's like the the reverse Hunger Games. It's like, only one of you will die.
0: So you we're being nice in that if you get cut and you're one of the 10 plus that are cut, you're like, oh, well, and These others were cut. Like, Belgium and England are just like, hey, you, that one guy, you're shit. Exactly. If you're one of the three guys, you must feel really bad to get cut from that team. Also going down are
1: Norwich. Um, Who I said were the team best equipped to stay up. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, they actually play good football, and they're, and they're a plucky team. They're just really unlucky. Just... The, the same thing happened to them that happened to Hull the year before. Yeah. They just ran out of goals. Yeah. Even that happened to Watford during the season, where they flew out of the gates, and then they just stopped scoring.
0: I think you made a very good point, Gar, that in any other season, people would have been talking about Watford. Yeah. But obviously, Leicester eclipsed them in, in every sense of the word. And then
1: Watford sacked their manager, Ken. Kike sanchez Flores. They sacked him. He's like a, a he's like a top manager. Yeah, he did really well with that team. I guarantee you, if he had the reverse of his season, if he did really badly at first and then turned around to finish thirteenth, he'd still be Watford manager. Probably, but whereas he did really, really well at first, set unrealistic expectations for what for what Watford could achieve in the Premier League, and then did pretty poorly toward the end of the year. They stopped scoring. Igalo and Dini, kind of their goals dried up, and then he got sacked.
0: Uh, from what I've heard, they have Italian owner- owners who also own Udinese, I think. And they're really impatient, apparently. They're though. quite fickle, yeah. Yeah, they're just like... I, ho- I
1: hope they go down next year, purely out of spite for them being so stupid and impatient and that's, unrealistic. That's the
0: thing, like, uh, th- it's hard to predict these days. Because clubs, like, back in the day, Gar, 10 years ago, maybe, if Watford and Bournemouth went up, you could almost put a million quid that they're both going back down. And, like,
1: yeah. You look at the quality in the Watford, or the Bournemouth team in particular, you should think... There are a bunch of players with no Premier League experience. They should be going back down. Exactly. But it goes back to
0: our, our, our Premier League money meltdown episode that the, the the sheer distribution of the wealth these days is actually levelling
1: the playing field uh, enormously. And that might be why Leicester won the league, but I don't think it is. Yeah. Because Leicester didn't spend a considerable amount of money and they don't have much more money than those teams around them. They just, just bottled magic for a year.
0: So Gareth, just to go back to our predictions, uh, I said Bournemouth, Watford, and Leicester will go down,
1: so I missed on all three. And I said Bournemouth, Watford, and Sunderland will go down. I also missed on all three. I yeah. did technically come closest. Okay. Sunderland finished seventeenth. Yeah. So you also said
0: that City would do badly because of injury and poor periphery. That's very pretty good. Yeah. Um. I said they, they finished fourth. They Finished fourth, and they did. I said, uh, I said Liverpool finished finished fourth. Uh, far from it. Yeah. They finished eighth.
1: That's not a great year. No. We both predicted Chelsea would be top four. You third, me second. They finished tenth. Who could have predicted that? <laughs> yeah, Chelsea collapsed.
0: It's just like that's the thing about Leicester, like I'm not gonna take away from their achievement. They won the league. They won it. Yeah. They it, lost to two
1: teams all year. Two teams. To uh, Arsenal twice and Liverpool once. That's yeah that's, <laughs> yeah. that's our one
0: that's our one claim to fame this season. Yeah. But a lot of things conspired to help them.
1: Like uh, uh, like things that you never thought would happen, like Chelsea collapsing. And like the, the mid-table teams have become more competitive. Yeah, The Stokes and the Southamptons and even the West Broms on their day can all beat the big teams. You saw Palace do really well. You saw West Ham do really well. These teams can beat the likes of United and Arsenal. You know, it's not like Arsenal goes at home to West Brom and it's 4-0 every time. These aren't these walkovers still happen every so yeah. often, but they're, they're less likely to happen.
0: Yeah, and it's, it makes a more interesting league. Uh, one of the things I always talked about in the past was that... The big four, which used to be Liverpool, uh, Chelsea, Arsenal and United. City have replaced Liverpool in recent years. Basically. Um, used to win games out of fear. Yep. Basically, there was this fear of the top four. So whether they're capable teams or not, they would just capitulate just because they were playing United or they were playing uh, Chelsea. Or, you know. But that just doesn't exist anymore. Teams go to these big places and just, just have a go and they have ambitions about winning like... I, like I've never seen big clubs, the big four, five, six
1: clubs drop so many points in yeah, the season. because it's it's the league is much more competitive. Like Bournemouth can beat anybody on their day. Yeah, which fair play to Bournemouth. Yeah, they they uh,
0: but it's like I think they took their foot off the gas when they kind of got the forty points.
1: Stoke were the worst case of taking their foot off the gas. Stoke collapsed altogether toward the end of the season. They just couldn't be bothered. It's Like we can't, make, well, they could. They might have been able to make the Europa League, but like the, we, we can't make Champions League. Yeah, let's not bother. I think they yeah. conceded like twelve goals across three games at one stage. Ouch! Because they finished ninth for the yeah. third straight season. As I look at the table, yeah, ninth, and it's their third straight season finishing ninth. Southampton, another sneakily good year.
0: Yeah, and again, if if it wasn't for Leicester, people would be talking about Leicester or Southampton, like sixth place. You know, they're in the Europa League next season. Now they so- were
1: three points off top four,
0: like yes three points it's so it was so close to the top one of the things you could argue is that Europa League football isn't good for your league form if you have ambitions in that sense mm-hmm.
1: but that why Liverpool didn't do well this year Ken yes, excuses, exactly.
0: it, it is a huge benefit because you know uh, if you win it now you get into the group stage of the Champions League Sevilla have used that route two years in a row now mm-hmm. uh, and that's one thing I wanted to note about Liverpool like they finished 8th they got to the two cup finals, which, you know, the signs are encouraging there. And at times they played very good football. They had some very memorable victories against Chelsea and, and City. But last Wednesday, there was a lot of hope and there was a lot of, you know, enthusiasm. And if they had won the Europa League, that would have turned a very, very mediocre season into a very poor season. A very, very, su- not poor, that's, that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. A very successful season because it would have been a, a major trophy and a, a Champions League spot. As it is now, they lost. So what turned it, what tur- turned it to, from optimism turned to kind of a question of... Well, they. Clop out! Fin- Clop out! No, cl- no they finished eighth. They've got to two finals, but they lost two finals. Uh, I, I suppose I have two questions for you, guys. One is, is Klopp a man for the big occasion? Because he seems to have a habit of losing finals. And how long will the, the fans and the board be patient with him just because of that kind of Klopp aura?
1: Well, footballers, football people are dreadfully impatient. Yeah, they're hooligans and, yeah. <laughs> and bomb threaters. Um, I don't know. Liverpool don't have a team that should be finishing top four. No, you know, you look at that team. There's not that quality there. You'd expect more out of Everton, and Everton were shite this year. Yeah, Mart- Like I don't usually advocate for managers being fired, but Martinez did very little with that team, and deserved to be fired. <laughs>
0: they got to the semi final in the cup, which is about as good as it got for them. Yeah, but. They've spent quite a lot of money and they have a very good squad. But um, apparently they recently uh, underwent a takeover and the, the new owners are being very ambitious already.
1: Yeah, because Everton conceded more goals than any team outside of the bottom five. And when you look at their defence on paper, like Satagyalga, so Stones, Funesmari, Baines and Coleman, on paper that's a really good backline, but on grass they were woeful. They didn't understand the concept of defending. It's just like, Nah. Martinez, he deserved to go. He's not a Premier League calibre manager. He shouldn't have gotten the job in the first place. His claim yeah. to fame was nearly getting Wigan relegated every year, then winning an FA Cup and getting Wigan relegated. And that's apparently qualifies you to manage kind of a team that's expected to finish in Europa League. That must have been really bittersweet that time, going down with the Cup. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh. And then Martinez jumped the sinking ship.
0: I'm pretty sure it was the same week as well. They won the Cup and then they played the last game of the season and they went down. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's disappointing. But... Uh, in terms of Klopp gear like the you know it was all bright and shiny just last Wednesday but like the cold light of day isn't there now and it wasn't a successful season in any sense of the word
1: no but i think most people didn't expect it out of him this year cuz it was half a season yeah i don't think he did any better or worse than Brendan Rodgers did during his time yeah but we'll, we'll judge him on a full season where he has like a full pre-season to assemble his own squad and do with them what he likes and he's
0: already started raiding the Bundesliga as well yep
1: he signed a new keeper yeah simone is out yeah he used the the, the guy he signed used to play in man city actually
0: yeah what's his name again i don't know
1: i'll learn it during the
0: something. anyway like he's absolutely gorgeous by the way he's, he
1: he's, is yeah. he's, he's that's the that's the biggest thing i'd be worried about if i was simon Lillier. it's like oh no he's much better better looking than i am
0: just <laughs> sell more jerseys yeah but uh um, for me it was re- really disappointing but like i think like, I didn't sting too badly because we had the final to look forward to. But now afterwards, it's like, we finished eighth and we've lost two finals. You know, it's great getting to a final, but nobody remembers the losers. Yep. Um,
1: Palace had a weird year.
0: Palace were one of those teams that people were talking about early. Like, you know, European football was on the cards. And it was on the cards until Saturday, Gar. Yeah. If they... they had won on Saturday, they would have been in Europe.
1: But they, they they felt bad this year.
0: See, like Leicester on their last very last game of the season. Again, or Sorry, Palace, excuse me, had a chance to turn the season around as well. 'Cause they had one day would have a major trophy and European football as sure well. You know
1: they would have had European football anyway.
0: Yeah, so it's
1: it's it's disappointing for for them that they kind of fell f- apart. Did supporting it. They finished fifteenth. That, that tends to happen with Alan Pardew teams as well though, doesn't it? Where they, they seem to do really well for a while and then they kind of fall apart it happened with newcastle you know when he yeah. had that really good stretch at newcastle yeah and then things began to falter as if pe- it's kind of like as if people work him out or work out his tactics yeah and then he doesn't really know how to respond
0: yeah except then he just assaults people yeah he's nuts
1: Did you see him doing his little dance when they went one up at the weekend yeah it was a good dance it
0: was a good dance definitely... now he's been perennially uh, uh, uh chastised and, and and ridiculed over it because yeah. Moments later, I think it was three minutes later they conceded It's the it. new like Kevin Keegan.
1: I would love it. Yeah, it? Basically, it's it's the, I would love it for the twenty first century. It's it was a brilliant dad dance though. You know, it was it was the perfect dad dance.
0: So, Gar, interesting another interesting question, Gar is can Leicester City do it again?
1: No. And you see during the season, you ask would they would they? I, I don't think they will. I think if they finish Champions League next year, that's a very good season for them. Even like Ranieri, when asked about it, he's like, So what do you raise for next year? And he's basically saying again, Stay up. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Like, like, he's like, Do you think you can do it again? He actually said no. No, he, he flat out said no. Because, in fairness, he did that all year. Yeah. He did a very good job of managing expectations all year.
0: Yeah. It was one of those, I think it's one of those anomalies, kind of like in League AND a few years ago. Uh, that's the French League Oh, the the uh, oh think, uh, look, look at look at them. When Montpellier actually did the same thing, they went from fourteenth to first on the strength of like a pretty mediocre squad, but like they hit made headlines because they because they out outdid the likes of Monaco and PSG, who have the mega bucks. Um, Giroud was a member of that squad, so they had a few good players. But then again, immediately afterwards they were pillaged. So they got uh, relegated soon afterward, didn't they? didn't get relegated but the next season they finished like 12th to 14th or something like 20
1: years ago it happened with Blackburn and they did get relegated a few years later um Kaiser did it in the the Bundesliga um actually if you look across Europe it was a very besides the Premier League like Barcelona won the, the the Spanish League Bayern Munich won the German League Juventus won the Italian League PSG won the French League and most of those were by large margins uh
0: Juventus won for like the fourth year in a row something like
1: that I think it was by 11 points as well PSG uh, pretty pretty much won they, the league in February they won with 8 games to go yeah 9 games it's absurd they were but, like 30 points clear Uh,
0: so uh, we're not going to look forward to next season too much because we'll do a show on that we'll when, do, we'll do a when show we have on that more time. information just want to make a quick mention to so far Gar, uh, Middlesbrough have been promoted back to the Premier League for the first time in a decade yep uh, well about 8 years I think
1: Joined by Burnley Who bounced
0: straight back Straight back As straight champions back. of the championship And Hull and uh, The Mikey Sheffield boo, Wednesday Boo Boo uh, Fun joke guys I was going to get you A Sheffield Wednesday jersey For your birthday And see what, how you'd react
1: uh, You should have done it Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Burned it <laughs> yeah.
0: But like there's a chance They'll make the premiership So uh, so it could be a case That two Huck teams bounce straight back To the premiership
1: Wednesday would be back there For the first time Since I think 2000
0: Yeah it's a long time
1: um. So Sheffield,
0: Honestly, you're you're back in the wrong Sheffield club, yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We we sacked Nigel Atkins after we finished like 11th.
0: But like that's the weird thing about Championship. It's actually a, a, a strange league because for a lot of seasons Sheffield Wednesday were languishing around the relegation. They were in League One like three years ago. Escaping escaping relegation or just you know being relegated, unfortunately, and now they're on the verge of the Premier League it's just, it's and the just... thing
1: is it's the championship so if they lose that playoff final there's no guarantees of anything next yeah. year exactly like the, the championship is a crapshoot they could go straight down on the
0: other, other end of the table again, I think it could happen like Ooh. Brighton
1: Brighton I'd be terrified of it was a Brighton fan because they've made playoffs like three years out of the last four or something yeah. haven't they and each time they've lost
0: what club I can't remember which one it was they're actually in the playoffs one year and then the next year they got relegated I think we nearly did yeah so uh, I suppose one of the things I was reading is that from winning the league and gaining Champions League football, Leicester have gained 100 million in, re- in revenue, the endorsements they're going to get. Yep. And they're actually jo- already joined the, the top 20% of the cl- richest clubs in the world. For uh, now. Economy, economists are saying if they can have another good season, it would solidify their self, their place as a as a, as a, as a top team. But, Until they get relegated. But the, the thing is, like... I think that uh, Ranieri can be you know, applauded for his principles, but he's probably going to fall on his own sword in that sense because he's like, I'm not going to buy any big players. I'm not going you know? to... I,
1: I think they're not going to buy any... I think they'll buy a couple of big players. And, he, and
0: he's like he's like the worst manager ever. He's just like, are we going to do it again? No. What well, are your ambitions for next season? Stay up. Yeah. It's like, uh, some of your big players are, are being linked to other clubs. If they want to go, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, do you, do you know what what management is he's won his league don't you
1: give no. out about Claudio he's a delightful man
0: but uh, I think this is going to be an interesting summer because it's going to be a kind of for the big clubs it's going to be a case of over correcting
1: especially uh, because United will be managed by Jose Mourinho Manchester City by Pep Guardiola Liverpool by by Jorgen Klopp and Chelsea by what's his name Conte so there's a lot of new managers who will want to be buying a lot of new players but, and but, Everton will have a new manager as well
0: especially since Leicester won the league as well it's kind of like Leicester win the league. They're know? not going to
1: do it next year. Next year's open season.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like everyone feels like everyone feels like they can do it. Now for the smaller teams, that might be kind of.
1: I n- I noticed Jurgen Klopp's latest plan is to continue to raid Southampton. Yeah, <laughs> he's looking at Shane Long. I heard. Yeah, which is if you look at Shane Long, he is the perfect Jurgen Klopp footballer. Yeah, that kind of work rate and effort kind of player pushes high. Yeah, which, which is exactly what Klopp looks for. But Jurgen. Ratings at Hampton didn't work last time. <laughs>
0: he signed a goalkeeper from the Bundesliga. He signed Matip from the Bundesliga. Uh, Bundesliga. He's rumored to sign Goetze, who I think is overrated. But anyway. Yeah. There's yeah. a
1: reason he doesn't get into that Bayern team.
0: So uh, we won't we won't make any predictions right now because we're going to do a uh, uh, a show on this in the future. But um, Leicester City Premier well, League champions. Yep. Chelsea uh,
1: tenth. They space jammed them, Ken. Yeah. That's what I think happened. They they stole the talent to be a footballs. Claudio snuck back into the Chelsea dressing room. It's like, hey guys, how are you? Would you like to sign these footballs for my children?
0: Remember me? I was your mediocre manager.
1: I do. I did like that, that on the last day, the, the season he finally won his Premier League, he got to go back to Chelsea and rub it in their faces.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did, they, did they... Oh yeah, they... They, 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 when, they didn't win it at Oh yeah, that was their last game where they just kind of... Sauntered to a draw and kept their, yep. their record. And, and actually,
1: Ch- Chelsea had to make a freaking guard of honour for him. And they gave him a little clack thing saying, thank you for your own contributions to this club. But he's like, ha, I did it. Yeah. It only took me another, I think it was sacked in 2004. It yeah. took me another 12 years, but I did it.
0: And like that's a good point, Garrett, At the time when, when he was hired, everyone's just like,
1: him? Yeah. That journeyman? People actively didn't want him to be hired. Yeah. I should have hunted down every single Leicester City fan who gave out about Claudio Ranieri being fired on Twitter and going, how do you feel now? Exactly. Suck at Leicester fans, but for I... winning the league with a manager you didn't want. Yeah.
0: But I watched that video of them lifting the trophy over and over again, but I still couldn't get my brain around it. Is this Leicester
1: like, City, are champions of England. It's just like,
0: Leicester City.
1: Yeah. Gary, Lin- Gary Lineker will be doing the first episode of Match of the Day in his undies. Yeah. We'll, we'll do an episode above of the weekend show on our undies too.
0: I will do many shows on my undies if that's what it takes for you to listen.
1: <laughs> You're in your jimmy jams with a freaking shawl over you to keep yourself nice and warm at the moment.
0: <laughs> I like my shawl. Don't make fun of my shawl. It's purple. What are your thoughts on the the latest Premier League season? Uh, were you disappointed were you elated let us know on Twitter probably depends who you support at TWSKK or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK if you were me you're just kind of coldly indifferent because
1: you're used to the, sh- the disappointment yeah uh, Sheffield United finished 11th we had a shitty season I don't care <laughs> I don't care about anything Ken we are yeah we
0: are okay football hooligans that's our show for today we will be back again on Saturday though we mean it this time not sure. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for taking the time to play or download on our humble podcast. You can usually find a new episode every Saturday, and you will find one on Saturday. This Saturday, at- <laughs> we said that last weekend. No, you will. You will definitely, for sure, one hundred percent. And when I
1: lie about this, I will apologize profusely. Are you working on Friday? Uh, yes, but I'm finished no I'm not yes and I'm off on Friday there is no reason we cannot do this podcast on Friday exactly Gary. we don't need to have a scheduling conversation <laughs> yeah, the pro- we're trying to end we're, the we're doing the production meeting on the air just so we're, we're proving to people that we can do it okay
0: back on track you can find us on soundcloud.com forward slash twskk and you can also find Podcast today on that humble beautiful URL yep the podcast where Gareth talks about a different subject every day for as long as he possibly can uh, late, lately, he's been attempting rap, which is hilarious. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I
1: haven't done it during the X-Men reviews. It will be back on Thursday. Yeah, Gare Gar wrote this in a script and I'm going to read it because I love you. <laughs> I may, yeah. I put this in just to make you read it through gritted teeth.
0: It really is the best podcast ever besides The weekend Show. So take some time to check it out because uh, I listen to it every day I do. I'm actually a fan of your podcast, Gare. Yes!
1: I produce <laughs> audio that's not the worst.
0: Good podcast. Make sure to bookmark the
1: the URL on on your browser or your phone, widget you? Yeah, make it your homepage. You can put a picture of me as your lock screen if you like. Alternatively, if you're an Apple head, you can also subscribe on iTunes, so you never miss an episode of
0: any podcast on the TWS Network. It's a network. It's a thing. Yep, three thousand listens. Three thousand listens, and uh thank you 93 followers on SoundCloud if you've ever clicked play and not stopped after 51 seconds yep uh, thank you and, and we hope we even vent- if
1: you have stopped after 51 seconds we, the, the listener stat shows up so yes. you know that makes yes. us feel good about ourselves exactly
0: we hope we've entertained you and uh, given you some chuckles over last year and we will celebrate that in our next episode did you like that segue Karen? Yep. yep uh, next week or this week I don't even know what week we have anymore yeah, we're, we're just we're anywhere <laughs> We mark our one-year anniversary by reliving clips of our favourite weekend show moments. We'll also rank our top five Who News best stories, and much, much more. This show has literally been a year in the making, so do make sure to join us and celebrate. We're having a party. Yeah, we'll make our
1: party hats, have kazoos. Get some party poppers, have some sausage rolls, some lukewarm sausage rolls, and orange squash, which Mm. we do have every weekend. And And you're invited on soundcloud.com forward slash USPK. See what, it did again. See what I did there? I invited them to the party.
0: Genius. If you're feeling nostalgic, you can relive snippets of our best bits on YouTube. Just search TWSKK and that is not a lie anymore. We actually do update that every week and sometimes every day. Yeah. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. It's new. I don't
1: think you've ever Heard of this, but it's called Facebook and we're on it. It's only been around for a decade, and our Facebook page has existed for a year, and we've only mentioned it like three times in this episode already. <laughs> um, Gar,
0: where can they find us on Twitter?
1: If you type the, the TWSKK into the Twitter machine, you will find us. We're there. We were brought to you uh, today by our sponsor, Italian Football. Syria, we've been fixing matches
0: since 1898. Yes, they have. Solid, solid burn, Our theme music is by the very talented Mr. John. And until Saturday, say goodbye, girl. Bye-bye. Take it easy, everybody.